adventures of Jungle Jim. The adventures of Jungle Jim, broadcast weekly over this station, are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who enjoy the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists, featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. During fleet maneuvers in the Caribbean Sea, a lone U.S. pilot discovered a strange and ominous shadow just beneath the waves. It proved to be a submarine with no identification marks. Even when it emerged to the surface, it flew no flag. Further investigation gave no clue as to its allegiance. A flight of six planes with photographers as observers could turn up no more information about the strange prowler so near to the new line of defense bases now being built to aid in the enforcement of the Monroe Doctrine. This bit of mysterious clue, when reported to Washington, was passed on to Colonel Barrett at the Canal Zone with the suggestion that Jungle Jim Bradley make a thorough investigation of any possible base such as a submarine could operate from. We pick up Jungle Jim in Colonel Barrett's office discussing the matter. So you see, Jim, while the information the Navy has been able to gather is incomplete and very sketchy, the nubbin of the idea spells trouble for us. Unless we find out definitely that the sub they sighted was just a single stray one off its course. If not, we must locate and destroy the base from which it came. Finding the proverbial needle in the haystack seems simple alongside this. Uh, it's not an easy job. It's the kind of one we prefer to work on unofficially. You see, Jim, with world conditions as they are, and so many undeclared wars raging, our policy is to ferret out these plotters, such as Doc Beard, before they do any damage. The powers they represent never find out what happened to them. Well, that's all right, Colonel, but uh, this submarine, without more information to go on, I could make a lifetime career just looking for it. The Caribbean is rather large, you know. Well, let's go over the facts, Jim. A submarine has definite limitations as to cruising range, mm -hmm. both on the surface and submerged. Yes, go on. In the meantime, the Navy Department supplied me with a report on the rated performance of the type which they believe this one to be. Uh, there it is. Now, let's see. Displacement about 1,100 tons. Surface speed 16 knots. Submerged 10 knots. Ah, uh, oh, here it is. Cruising radius with full complement of officers and men, 1,750 miles. You see, Jim? That clenches it. Yeah, that cuts down the job a lot. Only 1,750 miles. Just a couple of days' walk. No, Jim, not 1,750. Half of that. Only 875 out and 875 back. <laughs> yes, that's right. Say, no, Colonel, this might be interesting at that. Interesting? Say, Jim, I envy you the opportunity. I'd be willing to swap jobs right now. Don't know as I want it, Colonel. Whoever owns this sub must have a base. And just suppose we were faced with such a problem. I mean, if we were looking for a secret base for our own subs, where would we most likely locate it? That's the stuff, Jim. I knew you wouldn't pass up a chance like this one. Well, now, let's see. Here's a detailed map of the entire area. Now, uh, where was the sub first spotted? Right here. Mm -hmm. The carrier was 75 miles north, and here's the spot, halfway between the canal and the island of Jamaica. Well, the most logical place would be to the east, and probably toward the coast of South America. Mm -hmm. 
That will give them access to the ocean, either through the Windward Passage or between Trinidad and Venezuela. Yes, Jim. That would seem to be the most logical place, but don't rule out the small island reefs to the north between Puerto Rico and the Leeward Islands. Mm-hmm. Either place would fit into the possibility of a base for such a sub. I think we can rule out the western shores of the Caribbean. Yes, definitely. That would be too risky. Why, we'd find a base there in a 48-hour search. Come in. Yeah? Radiogram from Puerto Rico base, sir. Oh, let me have it. Oh, pardon me a moment, Jim. Yes, certainly. Ah, uh, uh, that's all. No answer. Thank you, sir. Huh. Jim, this should have been addressed to you. It's from Colonel Cripps of Puerto Rico. Have you made arrangements with Jungle Jim Bradley? If so, when can we expect his arrival? Much more information is now available. Signed, Cripps. Well, I guess that settles it, Colonel. Yes, I'll leave within an hour. Just got to pack a toothbrush. Jim, you'll never regret this decision. And you know you have my best wishes for every success. Thanks, Colonel. I'll have to round up Kitty, and uh, will you arrange uh, transportation for us? Well, if an hour is enough for you to get ready, it's okay with me. See you at the airport, then. While Jungle Jim is making the decision to follow new and uncharted trails wherever they may lead, Kitty St. John is being mildly amused listening to the tall tales being told by the young pilots. They gather around the vivacious Kitty as bees gather around a fragrant flower. It was almost time to bail out. That ship was wound up in such a tight spin, I, 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 I thought it would never kick out of it. And, and, uh... My, well, go on. Uh, well, where, 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 where was I? All wound up, wasn't that it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the ship had lost about 6,000 feet, and I only had 1,500 feet of air between me and, and, well, curtains. How awful. What happened then? Well, I, I kicked opposite rudder, pulled the stick, it took, the earth stopped spinning, and, and she slipped into as pretty a dive as you ever saw. Oh, say, that was as close as I ever want to be to that kind of a crack-up. Well, why didn't you jump? Oh, well, you know, a feller always likes to bring his ship back in one piece. Looks nice on the record. Hello, Tom. Uh, oh, uh, hiya there, Bowers. Uh, uh, do you know Miss St. John? Why, of course. How do you do, Lieutenant? How do you do, Miss St. John? Oh, oh well, then you do know each other. Well, uh, I'll get along. Uh, gl- glad to see you, Bowers. Uh, so long. Oh, wait a minute, Sonny. Huh? Did I just hear the lieutenant telling the pretty lady a flying story? Yes, he was telling me about a tight spin his plane got into. Oh? Oh, I think you men take too many chances. It's bad enough when you have to take them. Oh, but terrible things might happen. Yes, yes, indeed. Sometimes terrible things do happen to pilots who take chances. Chances like telling such stories to civilians. Oh, don't be silly. Lieutenant Town wasn't giving away any military secrets. Well, uh, I'll be on my way now. Uh, not so fast. Miss St. John, do you mind telling me just the highlights of the story? Uh, oh, it was about a tailspin, and rather than jump and lose a ship, he fought it out and brought it down safely. Uh-huh. I don't see why that could be against regulations. Oh, come on, Town, tell the rest of the story, or I will. Well, it, it, it could have happened that way. Yeah, but it didn't. Come on, now, fess up, or I'll recommend you for the paddle club. The what club? Uh, That, miss, is a most exclusive gathering to which tall storytellers are admitted by way of a canoe paddle. Applied in such a manner that uh, one eats from a shelf for some time. Lieutenant Town. So I've been spoofed, have I? (laughs) Oh, well, yes and no, Miss St. John. The details are factual, but it didn't happen up in the air in a real plane. 
It was in a link trainer. Yes, it was in a link trainer, only three feet off the ground. He's never been up without an instructor. Oh, oh, I don't mind being kidded. It was just as interesting, though, as if it had actually happened. In fact, I think you made it sound more real than if it did happen. (laughs) Oh, but now that you've told the truth, you're no longer eligible for the paddle club, are you? No, no. Once the truth is told, that's the end of it. Okay, Frank. And thank you, Miss St. John, for, well, for taking it like a sport. (laughs) I really must be going now. So long. Goodbye, and happy landings. Gosh, those kids are a wonderful bunch. They sure are. He'll make a wonderful flyer someday, but the paddle club is a very necessary part of their training, too. Yes, I guess so. Spare the paddle and spoil the pilot. <laughs> oh, Kitty, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. Hello, Jim. Oh, this is Lieutenant Bowers, Mr. Jim Bradley. I do, Lieutenant. Oh, very glad to know you, Mr. Bradley. A pleasure, sir. Uh, Kitty, I've got to talk to you. We leave in half an hour. We leave for where in half an hour, and why? Uh, well, I guess I'll mosey along, too. Glad to make your acquaintance, sir. You too, sir. I'll be seeing you. Goodbye. Goodbye, Lieutenant. I'll remember your club. You don't have to. Ladies can't join. Goodbye. Goodbye. Where are we leaving for, Jim, and what's the rush? Come on, I'll tell you while we walk over to your room. I don't know our final destination, but we're leaving for Puerto Rico right now. Oh, Jim, it's another case. Oh, maybe it uh, might develop into one, but right now it's only an idea. And I thought you were going to rest up, take a little vacation, just do nothing for a while. Yes, Kitty, I thought so too, but you know how things pop up. Well, what pop now? Beard's brother? No, no. All I know is the Navy sighted a strange, unmarked, and unidentified submarine, which they believe is based secretly off the South American coast. And we might have to find that base. We? Can't the Navy find anything? Can't the Army protect their old canal without your getting all shot up doing it? Why, Kitty, I'm surprised at you. Well, don't be. You're hardly recovered from that operation, and here we go traipsing off. Off you don't even know where. It's not fair to yourself. Kitty, I'm as strong as an ox. And don't you try to kid your Uncle Jim. Why, you wouldn't stay behind even if I gave you a chance to, which I won't. Now, how do you like that? Well, I don't like it. But I guess I'll go anyway. Had <laughs> a girl, Kitty. And I believe you'll bring us good luck. Here you are now. You pack, and I'll meet you at the airport in 20 minutes. Okay, Jim. See you then. Goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Miss St. John. Goodbye, so- Colonel Barrett. Come on, Colonel. Goodbye, Colonel. Give Colonel Quips my regards when you see him. He'll probably meet you at the field. Happy landing. Thanks, Colonel. I'll keep in touch with you. Well, there it is, Kitty. That pretty little ribbon of water is the precious Panama Canal. It's a beautiful sight. But aren't we flying in the wrong direction? Puerto Rico's north of here, isn't it? Sure it is. That's the way we're going, northeast. No, Jim, we're flying south. The canal is back there. Now, Kitty, you don't mean to tell me you don't know which way the Panama Canal goes. Sure, east and west. Ah, no, ma'am. The isthmus makes a sharp bend. And when using the canal to travel from the Atlantic to the Pacific, you actually travel east by south, contrary to popular belief. Well, what do you know about that? (laughs) No wonder they call it the beautiful blue Caribbean. Looks like a picture. Too colorful to be real. It's lovely, all right. But under those waves somewhere, 
Maybe just the sub we're looking for. Oh, maybe it was a whale or some big fish they saw, Jim. Maybe it'll turn out to be a false alarm. At least I hope so. Well, I guess the authorities would be just as well satisfied if you're right. They have plenty to do now to get our own bases ready without trying to find some belonging to an enemy. How much longer is the trip, Jim? Oh, I'd say we made it just about halfway by now. Jim, the color of that water fascinates me. Me too, Kitty. Why, it's beautiful. And it changes, too. See over there? Good golly, Kitty. Do you see what I see? Where? Over there. Sure, that's where it changes. That patch is darker. That's not a change in color, Kitty. That's the shadow of a submarine. A submarine is sighted by Jim from the observation post of the Flying Fortress, which is bringing them to Puerto Rico. What can they do about it? Don't miss the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of Cartoon Land, like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follows the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie, the Little King, the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Jungle Jim and Flash Gordon. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at this time next week over this station. Be sure to tune in. Thank <laughs> you.